Welcome back to day five of the seven nights of sleep. Since the internet and particularly the development of smartphones and tablets, mass media consumption has become a part of normal living for many of us. Around the world, there are almost three billion smartphones in people's homes. These amazing pieces of technology connect us to the world around us. They connect us to other people and they keep our minds busy and stimulated as we scroll through an endless world of information and entertainment. Many of us have fallen under their spell. Just like our arm or leg, these little electronic devices have become a permanent extension of ourselves. Mass media and social media is changing the world for both good and bad. And as it does, it is having a profound effect on individuals and society as a whole. How we choose to use our screen time and how we choose to consume media has a major impact on the quality of our lives and the quality of our sleep each night. It also affects our health, emotional well-being and our relationships with others. On the one hand, a positive use of technology and mass media enables people to become informed, collaborate in innovative ways, or stay in touch with friends and family. On the other hand, these same connections can be used for dangerous cyber crimes. Social media can help people to feel connected and happy, to connect with old friends and make new ones. However, that same social media can lead to depression or anxiety, especially when life doesn't seem to meet the expectations of the highly edited world of social media with all its perfectly edited social media profiles and carefully curated media streams. Modern media may be a source of motivational messages, videos, health apps or blog posts that all improve your life and increase productivity or healthy living. However, it's just as possible that these very messages can also prevent you from getting out there and actually living life. Meditation apps and YouTube sleep stories are a wonderful tool for helping calm the mind and helping you drift off to sleep. However, if we don't turn the light down on our screens, then it can also keep us awake longer at night. Mass media affects each person differently and we each need to look at our own life to make informed decisions about our own media consumption. So take a moment to consider where do you fall on the pendulum? How does your use of media and screen time affect your mood, your productivity and your overall sense of well-being? If you tend more towards the negative impacts, things like depression, anxiety, stress, inactivity or lack of sleep, then it may be time to limit your media consumption or to give it an overhaul. The big problem with most media consumption is the actual amount of time that we do spend on our screens, with the average person devoting approximately six to seven hours per day to screen time. 
with two or three of these hours being used at night just before our heads hit the pillow. The time spent on our screens is also growing very fast with fears that once virtual reality becomes a thing that many people will choose to stay within virtual reality 24 hours a day as opposed to experiencing real life. A big part of the growing usage comes down to boredom and the modern mind's need for distraction. This is a problem because it is within those little moments of boredom, no matter whether we're in a two minute elevator ride, a 30 minute bus commute, or we just have a spare hour of nothing to do. For it's these moments that our minds have the opportunity to create a little space within, so long as we don't distract them. These moments of downtime and disconnection are an opportunity to become more mindful within the present moment, to reset the mind to a state of calm and to de-escalate any mini stresses that we may have experienced within the day so far. A quiet and undistracted mind also creates the time and space for the mind to process and download thoughts, creativity and new learnings of the day. By taking out your phone during those times of boredom, you disrupt the mind's process of clearing itself. A process that not only helps calm you, but it's a process that also sparks creativity and innovative thinking, while also helping you retain learnings and information of the day. Another thing that keeps us hooked to our screens is the constant checking of our emails, social media comments, fitness apps, text messages and so forth. This addictive behaviour comes naturally to our human mind for varying reasons such as we just don't sit well with the uncertainty of not knowing or we get obsessed about achieving results. Because our world is more connected than ever we are constantly on the lookout for both positive and negative feedback from the world that we live in. Whether that may be a friendly email, maybe it's no likes on our latest social media post, or the fact that we haven't reached our 10,000 steps for the day on the latest fitness app. Contributing to mass media consumption is that media no longer has a stopping cue built within it or a natural break. Once upon a time when you did read an article, watched a streamed video or looked at something on the internet, it had a start point and a finish point. However, today's media content is designed to keep you interacting with it. Thanks to clever algorithms, you now find that there are endless things that pop up in your media feed that keep you interested and clicking. There is now a new name for this excess media consumption within our modern world. It is called binge watching or binge media consumption. Whether we get taken down the rabbit hole with the latest celebrity gossip, political scandal, or stay up till 3am watching a season of something on Netflix, it is all classed as binge media consumption, and it does affect the way that we now choose to live our day-to-day -day lives. 
So why is all this screen time a problem and how does it actually affect the quality of our sleep, our life and just our general overall well-being? The main number one problem is that it is actually an addiction for many people. And like all addictions, they run our life and they control everything that we do. But besides from being addictive, there are several other main areas in which it negatively affects our life. Firstly, it affects our sleep. Many of us can probably say that we have at times experienced indulging in the guilty pleasure of a little media binging just several hours before bed. And as we covered earlier in the sleep program, artificial light that does emit from our screens does interfere with our body clock by signaling to the body that it is still daytime. This then results in our body not releasing melatonin, a hormone that induces sleep naturally by making us feel drowsy and sleepy once it gets dark. Secondly, it causes us to be less active. The more that we spend time on our screens, the more we are not moving our bodies. This is something that not only brings with it health issues, but because our bodies are not physically tired or exhausted, it also tends to make it harder to fall asleep at night. Thirdly, the addiction to screens makes so many of us distracted in our day-to-day activities and this can be dangerous to either ourselves or others. All too often, we check our screens when we are walking, driving, operating machinery, and so forth. Another aspect is that it also affects our relationships with others. Many of us are guilty of sitting next to another person, whether it be at a cafe or in our lounge room. And instead of spending the time together talking, both people are on their phones checking emails, text messages, social media, the news feed and so forth. Extensive media consumption can also affect our emotional well-being. Due to media being highly edited, it can transport us into a reality that just simply is not true, often leading us to fall into the comparison trap of comparing ourselves and our lives to others as we scroll through our feeds and make judgments about how we measure up. The good news is that there are many things we can do to become more mindful of our own media consumption, which in turn will help us sleep better at night, they will help us create more balance throughout the day And they will also ensure that our electronic devices aren't taking us away from all those important interactions and life activities. Let's go through a few now. A great way to reduce your screen time is to actually start tracking your screen time. Monitoring our own screen time and seeing what it's actually being used for can be helpful as many of us do tend to underestimate the amount of time we actually spend on our electronic devices throughout the day. This can be done by using an inbuilt screen time function that are in most smartphones now. There are also apps that track time and disable features once the time limit is up. 
You could also try switching off your electronic notifications. This is a simple but important way to reduce your media consumption because it's hard to focus when your phone is constantly buzzing with notifications from messages or social media platforms like Snapchat and Instagram. Many people find that turning off all or almost all notifications is extremely helpful. And at a very minimum, we should consider turning off our notifications from our social media apps or anything else that may distract our attention away from other things on a regular basis throughout the day. Creating a phone-free space has proven to be helpful. A phone-free space could be intentionally set up by designating activities and times where devices are not used. This could simply mean putting devices away while you're at work, during conversations and activities with friends, and just not bringing them along for your meals or at restaurants and cafes and things. When it's time to sleep, it's also best to not bring your phone to bed if possible. And if you must take it into your room, then make sure you either set it to airplane mode or the do not disturb mode. Something else that's important to consider is to start consuming your media mindfully. Make a conscious choice to only consume media that uplifts you or serves you well. Also make sure you set time limits to your media sessions. Plan how much time you're going to allow yourself to spend consuming a particular type of media each day. A great way to do this is to set an alarm clock to remind you when that time limit is up. It is good to try putting the alarm clock away from you so that you have to physically get up to turn it off. Creating a break or a disruption during the media session, which makes you less inclined to go back to your media session. Another thing that we could look at is just trying to reduce the time that we actually spend on our media. The first step to successfully reducing your media consumption is to just give it a go. Start out by slowly reducing your time spent on media each evening. Just aim for 15 minutes less each night before bed. And just over time, slowly work up. Alternatively, you may want to try a 3, 7, 14 or 30 day media detox. This involves not consuming any media at all, which has been known to help reset unhealthy media habits. Even if you're hesitant or unsure that you can do this, just try it for half a day, a day, or maybe even a weekend. See how you feel after the media detox. Take note on the positive changes it has had on you. For example, maybe you are finding that you are sleeping better, you feel more energized or you feel more emotionally balanced all round. And if you do like how you feel, then try it for a bit longer, maybe a week, and then slowly progress to a full month if you can. Another way to reduce our media consumption is to make peace with discomfort. Many of us, myself included, turn to media for a little distraction when we feel a moment of discomfort or stress. It's a bit of a digital teddy bear. 
If we're bored, we click a nap. If we're frustrated, we might watch some Netflix. And if we're stressed out, we click away at something else. Instead of giving in to this digital support system that temporarily moves us away from the discomfort that we are experiencing in that moment, choose to sit with quietness and give yourself the space to just simply feel what you are feeling. Choose to actively hang out with feelings of discomfort. When we choose to feel and deal with our own emotions, they actually move through us much quicker rather than blocking them with the temporary distraction of media. Something else that's worth trying is to reach out to others. Spend less time trying to connect with people digitally and find new ways to spend more time reaching out in meaningful ways to people and the world around you. You could phone friends, maybe send thoughtful notes to family members, or maybe volunteer at your local animal shelter. By reducing media, you can engage with other people and the world in a more meaningful ways. Your relationship to the world that surrounds you then becomes less about quantity and more about quality. Something else to consider is to choose mindfulness over media. In the evening before bed, some people do swap their media for meditation. But if meditation just isn't your thing, then you can choose something else that you enjoy doing. Something that does not include electronic screens. Something that will keep you within the present moment. It may be a warm bath, some gentle stretching, maybe you'd like to read, cook, knit. You could sit by the fire, or it may be just something as simple as sitting outside and admiring the night sky. You will likely find that it takes time and effort to change your relationship to screen and media habits, especially before bed. Commit to taking baby steps. Start by gradually reducing your media consumption and screen time by just five or 10 minutes each night. Taking it slow and easy and in your own time is a gentle and easy approach to curbing any screen and media habits or addictions over the long term. Try your best to put technology and media in its place. These devices are designed to enhance our lives, but they can become intrusive if they're not consumed mindfully. Commit to managing your screen time and this small change will actually up-level your own ability to relax and drift off to sleep. It will also ensure that you do get enough sleep to feel rested and uplifted the next day. For some of you who don't have a media addiction, this may be a silly audio lesson about a very silly habit. But for other people, myself included, we do need to regularly examine our own relationship to this media consumption that does take up so much time of our day as we scroll, we check on exes, or we follow our favorite celebs. For balance and well-being, choose to engage in media in a mindful and meaningful way and limit the time and places you do so. 
applying discipline each and every day. By reducing screen time, you will gain a lot more time and energy for the people right in front of you. You will also gain a fresh perspective of real life and what truly matters most. Thank you for joining me today. Tomorrow on day six, we will talk about the importance of making peace with uncertainty. Until then, sleep well and sweet dreams.